Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Training Unleashed the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting edition of Training Unleashed. I think this one's going to be particularly interesting because we're really going to be talking about how to create performing teams. And all of us share that need to create high-performing teams. Our guest today is Jeremy Kubacek. He is the executive chairman of Giant and a best-selling author, has written five different books. Before we begin, I want to thank my friends at C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio for being a sponsor. Um, Jeremy, I'm going to start with kind of an off-the-wall question for you. I love it. Uh, I'm going to ask you about why you have a little I in the name Giant. Yeah, that's a great question, Evan. So yeah, big G, little I, A and T. Um, it stands for humility, not pride. And it stands for uh, what happened to me when I started the company. In 2002, started Giant, and my wife and I were in uh, Cancun in Mexico in September uh, for a vacation before we started the business. And during that time period, um, hurricanes like to visit there too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which prices go down uh, of the, yeah, anyway. So uh, I was a cheapskate and I got trapped in a hurricane. And uh, on our way to our hotel, we got hit by a drunk driver uh, in the hurricane and almost lost my life. And it hmm. literally shaped and reshaped the way that I, I viewed life. And so when I came back, I squashed the the eye because I was pr pretty much uh, full of pride before that time, and I got the pride squashed out of me. And so, giant stands for humility, doing big things in a humble way. That's really cool. You know, it's it, it's interesting because I I spell the word engage with an I instead of an E, and my I stands for involvement. Okay, um, yeah, which is a higher level of engagement. Yeah, so. Um, why don't we kick it off and talk about your book, The Five Voices, and what the five voices are, and uh, and share that with our audience. Yeah, awesome. Um, and uh, the, the five voices, basically, years ago, Steve Cocker and I, my co-partner uh, and co-founder of Giant, he lives in London, and um, we he's spent a lot of time in Myers-Briggs and in that whole world, and I'd spent a lot of time in uh, IQ and, and team performance tools. 
So we kind of meshed our world together. And the idea was like, what would it look like uh, if everyone knew the voice or the personality of the other person? Wouldn't that make team performance go up? And what would have to happen for that to take place? And the problem that we kept finding with like traditional DISC, Myers-Briggs, uh, even Enneagram, they're really good. They can be, it's a tool. They can be really, really potent and powerful. And we use those, you know, but the problem is they don't scale very well. And that was our issues. They don't scale down to an educated 13 to 15 year old. And they, they have a hard time scaling inside the organization. So we, we took Jungian typology and we basically uh, built a formula around it to come up with the five voices to make it easier to understand. So the language flows. So uh, a nurturer, there's a guardian, there's a creative, there's a connector, and there are, uh, is a pioneer. And so when you start to do that, what, what takes place is you start to get to a point where it's so much easier to understand and know uh, who's on the, the other side of you. So we basically just took these um, uh, voices and we started to unpack them in a way that would scale. And so companies then started to use it for training and now inside Google or Lidos or the U.S. Air Force or, uh, you know, Biogen, these kind of large companies and small companies, uh, they found that for the first time ever, personality scales but it wasn't around just personality, it was around communication. And so we made engagement happen because we taught people um, to know others, to lead others. So if you understand their wiring and understand their voice and what voice they bring to the table, then you can actually influence them. So if I was to summarize what you just said, is that you are basically creating a way to create a persona with a powerful name. And that persona is something that e people can easily see, reflect into, you know, where it's hard to say I'm an ENTJ, because what in the world does that mean? And that it's easy to understand. And it's easy to understand by all the different generations. That's right. And it creates that common language, because the uncommon language creates labels. But the common language uh, keeps you from subjectivity uh, and everyone can get it. And then so we started dropping visual tools into it so people learn on a cocktail napkin. And what we did in the last eight years, I've spent time just on, I've looked at neurolinguistics, I've looked at uh, 21st century advanced adult learning, and I found that most adults are cynical know-it-alls that don't read anymore and have their own attention issues. And we're also married to this, these things called smartphones and video becomes the, the main driver. So uh, in the past, I used to uh, own John Maxwell's assets. I used to work in uh, big events and it was all butts and seats on the book. Uh, lots of seminar, lots of books. And in the 21st century, it just doesn't work, you know, as well as I do. So uh, that 21st century, only the eager beavers are going to read to the degree that you used to. So we, we taught all of our tools. We have about 70 tools that we've created on cocktail napkins. So when you teach it, you learn. Yeah. And so it has to be a fast nugget. And so that's what we've done. We've tailored that with understanding personality 
and now you can be a people whisperer. Very interesting. So I want to just take a moment and acknowledge my audience because you are listening to a podcast that is about you and taking your career and your life to the next level. So uh, I just want to acknowledge all of you. So when Jeremy and I talk about, you know, the fact that a lot of people don't invest in themselves, and I absolutely believe that's true, that they, and I, I like the way, that, you know, they're know-it-all there, or maybe they've just given up on life, but you, our listeners, are not that because you are here and you are investing your time. So I, I want to acknowledge all of you for doing that. So, uh, you know, I never know where these things go in terms of the conversation, but I have certainly been involved in a lot of organizations where we have done personality assessments and where we've had facilitated discussions that are always powerful, but they tend to, to last about a month, right? They don't become a living, breathing part. And I haven't even asked you this, but I'm assuming that your goal is for that not to be the case and for them to really become part. Can you talk about how organizations actually can do that? Yeah, absolutely. I was just in La Crosse, Wisconsin yesterday speaking at an event. I started working with this one little company, uh, Dahl Automotive, in, in 2012. Uh, since then, I've had other people in our organization working in there, and I came back, and their influence in the community was astronomical. They had 300-something organizations that had, they had pulled together who are all using our content since 2012. Because they layer on top. What we figured out is personality is one component, but it fits in with emotional intelligence. But if you forget who you are because it's too hard to remember, ENTJ or whatever, and you yeah. don't know how to explain it. So to get it into your water stream, then it has to be the common language taught on a regular basis. So we basically created uh, tool, tool sessions and systems where people just they add a tool to another tool, to another tool, to another tool, but they all correlate with one another. And that's what Giant basically does. It's a system. It's a language. So you use it for the next five and 10 and 15 years. But the secret sauce, and they all validated this with me, was this works at home better than anything we've ever done. And so what happens is part of the secret that we baked into it is it's highly personal with you yourself, the way you view yourself, and with your kids. If you get your kids or your spouse to understand themselves and use it, and use it at work, it becomes a common language that's not just for the Harvard elite or, or something that's, you know, only the top 15% went to the retreat and got the information. It's not cul-de-sac learning. It's everybody plays. And that's how we built, we, we basically have been working out how do you scale leader development and keep it as a sys ongoing system. And that's what we figured out. So you're really taking this and making it something people incorporate in their lives. 100%. So it's not just about their business. And I suspect it helps people learn how to communicate with their kids at a deeper level, which is great. Yep. Um, Let's talk a moment about style flexing. So I believe when I look at your, your, you know, five different things and, you know, when I was looking at them and going, I, you know, I, I think I'm probably, you know, a connector. I'm not sure, but that was the one that kind of jumped at me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with a, a few seconds, so I, that could be completely wrong. But, you know, one of the things that I see is that people at different times need to be different personalities. 
what it takes to do certain things. So I am a serious introvert and I'm a professional speaker. So introvert professional speaker don't generally go to go well. So I need to style flex. I need to shift into being an extrovert for the period of my, of my presentation. Um, is, and, and I'm asking a really robust question, but do you believe people are able to shift and be in different personalities for different things? Or do you see them as they just should understand their lane? Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think you're right on. The, the reality is, is that we, you know, it's, it's nature, nurture, choice. If people have heard that before and not understand it, we believe that by nature, uh, you are born a certain way. Uh, by nurture, you adapt. The adaptability of humans is amazing. So we believe you can be all five voices. But if you never understand who you really are at your core, then you're always going to be playing somebody on TV. And so like an example, uh, I thought I was a pioneer. I'm like, well, of course I'm a pioneer. I've been, I've started 25 companies now since I was 21 years old. Look what I pioneered. Look at all this stuff. But when I really understood the definition of a pioneer, that's really a uh, general, they go after a mountain and they're like, we're going to take that hill. I'm really not. I'm a, I'm a connector, creative pioneer, but I can play one if I need to. Because the job might require me. And that's the beautiful part about the five voices is it's understanding all of the voices are needed and that you can play all of the voices. But there happens to be a foundational voice and you actually have a nemesis voice that you don't value as much. So the nemesis voice for me is the guardian. Detailed, focused, logical, black and white. That happens to be my wife. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) So, but I've learned how to value it now, not disdain it. And I go, I can play that. I can go in to be a guardian when I have to. But if my job required me to be a guardian 100% of the time, I would die. It was just not who I am made to be. I am a connector, creative pioneer. I like to ideate. I like to the future. I like to work on big ideas. I like to make them happen. So the, see the difference there? Oh, I do. So, yeah. So I totally believe that you, people can become, they can play anything, but it's almost like, can I, I'm right-handed. Can I use my left hand? Sure. Can I get better with my left hand? Sure. But will it ever be as good as my right hand? No. No. I like that analogy. I like that analogy. <clears throat> so, you know, I've, I get the privilege of chatting with you before we start. So I want to shift gears and and talk about being a Sherpa and having a Sherpa mindset. And what does that mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when when I was writing the 100X Leader book, I I started writing it with the idea of um, I'm going to talk to people who have climbed Mount Everest and, you know, kind of a traditional and when I did, and I started to meet with them, no one wanted to talk about the mountain. They only wanted to talk about Sherpa. And I was like, this is weird. This is like the 10th person I've talked to. And all they're talking about is the Sherpa and how much they trusted them and how much. And then it hit me. So I go, can I talk to the Sherpa? So I started interviewing the Sherpa on Mount Everest, by the way, on uh, base camp, they had Wi-Fi. And I'm literally doing a Zoom call with Sherpa hmm. on Mount Everest. It was amazing. And um and I was talking to them and then I got it and I realized, you know who the hero is on the mountain? It's the Sherpa. Sure. 
Because what they do is they have to climb and help others climb. And then it hit me. That's the, that's the definition of a leader. They, they lead and help others lead. They perform and help others perform. They, so the Sherpa gets up before anyone else and they go up and make sure the rope is set and the ladders are set. Then they come back down, get everybody and go back up the mountain. So the Sherpa has to be that, the healthiest Sherpa. You don't want to follow an asthmatic Sherpa, right? Yeah. On Mount Everest. That's the last thing you want. And so what I realized was that's the definition of leader. A, a leader, they, the mindset of a Sherpa, they fight for the highest possible good. They're always looking to go, what support do they need and what challenge do they need? Where am I taking them and how do, what's undermining their influence and how do I get them to the level I want them to go? And that's the Sherpa mindset. So we built uh, a complete Sherpa training um, on our platform where people can get trained to think this way because it's a, it's a leadership, it's a mind shift because most leaders think oh, people these days, you can't find good people. And the reality is, Hey, look, your, your responsibility is to get them up the mountain. If they can't make it, they're probably not, they don't need to be on the team, but for those that you're responsible for, you have to know their personalities and their wiring. One person might want uh, a nice stiff yell. Another person needs a pat on the back. Another person just needs a little bit of direction. You never carry them up the mountain. Sherpas never carry people up the mountain, but they always get people up the mountain. And that was my aha. There were people whispering people up the mountain. And yeah. if you want to be a leader that people want to follow, then you have to know them. And then you have to have your tools. And if you yeah. carry them up the mountain, they didn't really go up the mountain. That's it. And yeah. So when I sit here and I listen to you, this sounds very similar to me to servant leadership. Is it, is it similar? And if not, or, you know, what are the nuanced differences? Yeah. So yes, in a way, the problem with servant leadership is probably sometimes the term doesn't work around the world, um, around servant, because in certain cultures, servant is a very negative thing. And so we, we use that, this tool to explain it a little bit better. So uh, the best leaders in the world have learned how to bring high support and high challenge. So sometimes servant just means support and they don't hear challenge. When we use the Sherpa met metaphor, the Sherpa brings support first and then challenge second. So in order to get engagement, you have to get buy-in. You have to build trust. That's high support. What happens is most people have experienced the fringes. They've either experienced all challenge, but no support. So then they, all, they, they get yelled at, uh, they light a fire under people, fear, manipulation. And we all know that that doesn't really produce anything. It might get the people to jump for a day or a small season, but it doesn't engage them, right? High support with low challenge is enabling. That's carrying people up the mountain. So the oftentimes servant leaderships gets put into that category that you're supposed to be nice and you're supposed to, whereas the best leaders you've ever had is someone who's unbelievably high support and unbelievably high challenge. So it's the best teacher, coach, parent, and you, you, were, you wanted to perform for them because they, they were for you and they're pushing you to places you've never been. So it's not just kumbaya and it's not just yelling. 
And so that's why we talk about the Sherpa mindset. The 100X leader is a healthy leader who multiplies. So that's a little bit different nuance to what servant leadership sometimes gets uh, called to be. Well, I, I like your, your nuance and I love the idea of challenge and support simultaneously. I like, the, I like to use the term, you hold people high, that you, you don't, you know, when you accept poor performance, you, you're, you're not holding somebody in their highest possibilities. Um, and when you work with people and attack low performance together, um, then you change lives, literally change lives. Which, which, is, which is amazing. Tortal Training's Learning Matter experts are passionate about designing effective solutions that move the needle. Whether your organization needs development of e-learning courses, instructor-led training, or assistance with creating optimized electronic versions of employee handbooks, our team can help. To learn more, visit tortal.com slash learning dash development. You know, I'm going to ask you an interesting question because I think you have an incredible background, you know, especially all the other companies that you've dealt with before you started this company and John Maxwell's material and all this material. And, and, and in essence, what you've done is vetted all kinds of things to come up with and create what you believe to be the best of the best stuff, which is, which I think is, is fantastic. And you, you know, you have a toolkit. Um, that's available uh, for people and other ways people can work with you, which we'll get into later. But what advice would you give to our listeners from you as to where to start in their organizations, how to, how to view, how to, anal how to analyze where the, their organization's at, how to start, what, you know, what advice would you give to everyone? Yeah, so I like to break organizations down into uh, teams. And, and, and I believe that organizations are nothing more than a culmination of teams. And those teams are like flywheels. They're subcultures. So first and foremost, how many teams do you have? So if you think uh, we've got 200 employees, um, we've got, I don't know, 15 teams, 20 teams. Uh, we have 20,000 employees. How many teams do you have? Oh my gosh, we've got divisions that have teams. Okay, good. Boil them all down. Um, now let's get into how many team leaders are there. All right, well, that's how many teams there are usually. Um, so you, let's say you have 50 team leaders. How healthy are the team leaders? Well, and how are you judging them and grading their health? And how, what if they became Sherpas? What do you think team performance would look like? For each team, if they started to think that way. All right, great. Now boil it all the way down to you. How healthy are you? Where are you at? Because the idea is you can't give what you don't possess. So I always say this phrase, um, do fountains move? No, fountains don't move. People come to fountains. Well, if no one's coming to your fountain, there's means there's no water. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> They don't Sorry. want to drink from your fountain or it's polluted water or it's not, it's, it's bitter water or because you're bitter or you're cynical or you're jaded or so the, the real goal of this is actually you become the healthiest person in the room. 
you don't, you're not asthmatic Sherpa. You are helping your, and if you're helping and if you're adding value, people come to you, you have influence. And the more influence you have, the more you can change. So it really boils down to how healthy are you individually? So that's what we have the five voices. We have something called the peace index. We have all of these different tools where you start knowing and understanding and almost seeing what's it like to be on the other side of yourself. And you start getting the broccoli out of your own teeth. People start seeing it and they want what you have. If they want what you have, then you can start building something. So I take it all the way down to you and then take it all the way back from you back out to your teams. And that's the way that I view life. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, very interesting way. So I'm going to ask the same question, but this time, where does the person start with themselves? Yeah. So uh, let's go into it because I, I like to give away uh, ideas and thoughts, not just talk about it. So the, the first one I'm going to do here is I'm going to start with the peace index. And this would be fun for you to, you know, love if you're cool with it, to give your, give your insight. But it's a basic understanding of where you are one through a hundred, how healthy you are. So the first thing I look at is purpose. And so what you're going to do is you're going to take the five uh, circles that I share with you. If you're listening in, I'm going to give you five topics, purpose, people, place, personal health, and provision. And I want you to have a rank it a number one through a hundred and 100 is the highest, obviously. And then um, there's, there's also one of these is the most important to you. Purpose is the most important. If my purpose is off, everything else is off. Sometimes for people, it's people. People is the most important. But let's go through. So I'm happy to play. I'm happy to play. Okay, good. So I didn't want to be on the spot. So Eric, let's go with you first. All right. Purpose. Purpose means um, how good do you feel about what you're doing? How good do you feel about like you're in your sweet spot or you're doing what you're called to do, made to do. You feel really, really good about it. One through a hundred. Give me a number. Okay. So. This will sound unmodest, but I'm a hundred. It is everything I'm about is my vision, my purpose. You know, it's very clear. It's who I embody, who's my company's embody. This is, this is my strength. Some okay. of the others are nowhere near that, but this one, this All one right. is. So I'm going to say 99, just to give okay. for the purists that are on there, because there's no way you could be a total hundred. Uh, so for those of you listening, where are you at? You know, I'd say I'm probably at 93 right now. Uh, and you can make up a number, 93.5. It just makes it harder for you to aggregate later. But still, so that's that's a number. I got 99, and I put your number into my calculator here on my phone. Next okay. one, people in your life. And these are the, the people. This is your family, kids, uh, people you work with. How good do you feel about the people that are in your life right now? One through 100. And 75. 75. 75. 75. So then if I was to counsel you or talk to you or coach you, I'd ask, okay, what's going on? How do you move that number up? Where are you at? Not right now. I'm not going to have you do that on a podcast, but that's 75. Okay. So we got 99. We've got 75. Now place. Place is your house. We were talking about that earlier before we talked your house, your city, your office, your, if you have an office, uh, your region, how good do you feel about that? I'm right at 85. Now? plus 85. Okay. Personal health. This is physical health, emotional health. This is mental health. This is spiritual health. This is holistic health. 
How good do you feel about yourself? 70%. 70%, okay. And then provision is your earning. What do you, it's what you're earning for your job and your, you know, your, your financial situation and you feel good at moving up. Is it trending? So what number would you say you're at right now? Give myself now? 90%. Plus 90%. Okay, great. So that equals 419 divided by five. You're setting at 83.8%, 84% piece in that. Okay. So that sounds good. Is it good? Yeah, that's good. I mean, anything in the 80s and up, you're in a good range. If you're in 60 uh, to 70, it's kind of a yellow light. If you're, let's say, let's say below 50, there's like eh, 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 little warnings yeah. going on. Uh, sometimes there's divorce. Sometimes there's, you know, financial issues. There's cancer. There's whatever. There's all types of things that could be affecting it. But this is a snapshot. And what we did is uh, you had two circles that were lower. Which two were those? Uh, place and personal health. Uh, people and personal health, was it? Uh, yes, people and personal health. I'm sorry. Yes, people That's and right. personal health. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, my challenge to you would be, okay, what would have to happen to move those up 10 points? And so there, then you break that down. Well, I know, I know the answer to both those questions. There you go. Right. So now that becomes your opportunity. So you asked me to go, where do people start? They start yeah. there because we're basically trying to get you to a point where you're healthy holistically. And if there's anything that's taking you out, we have to deal with those first. Then we can get to a stable place. Not saying you're not stable because you are yeah, healthy. No. But then you get to a stable place. Now we can start to begin on kind of a, a journey. And we have a whole process that we do at Giant. And it's called Basecamp. We take them on Basecamp and they start going through these fundamental tools of knowing themselves to lead themselves. And all of these tools are designed to be so sticky and memorable, but then we teach them to give it away and teach other people. And so uh, it becomes now a really interesting pile on these tools start adding and aggregating. And we then take it, I'm not going to teach this, I'm just showing, we then take it into a process of knowing your tendencies and knowing your patterns and your actions and starting to become really aware of your tendencies. Like I have a tendency to overshare sometimes. I have a tendency to exaggerate. I have a tendency to bring up the past. I have a tendency to be, see what I mean? Those sure. are tendencies. And I've got 29 tendencies that I figured out about myself. And I know, I've diagnosed them to know when do I do those and why do I do them? And what do I typically do? And what are the consequences of that? And what's the reality from that? And then I begin to lead myself by going, I'm always going to have those tendencies, but that doesn't mean I have to act on them. So I change my actions. So I'm like, you typically exaggerate. That means you add three to conversations. You're about to do it. You're about to do it. Don't add three. I don't add three. And I have a, a different consequence when, when, when I don't add three. So th those are just examples of the journey that we take people on. It's really, Giant is a really about self-awareness and you can't ever graduate from the school of self-awareness, but you can get really good. And the more that you know yourself, the more you lead yourself. I love then, that quote. I love that statement. Yeah, I, I, I love that statement. I love the, just even the concept of self-leading, you know, and what do you need to do yourself to, to motivate yourself and et cetera. Now we could... We could talk for a long time, but we are towards the end here. Um, you have a int very interesting, intriguing company. One, I think 
that most of my listeners are going to be interested to understand what you do, how you work, how you work with people and, and about your coaching program. So I'm going to give you some time here to, to just share with everyone and let everyone know what you, what you actually do, because I'm sure everyone listening is impressed with who you are and what you know and the content, at least I am. Uh, so please do share. Yeah, so what we've done is we figured out that all of this is really, really um, helpful, but we figured out how to scale it inside organizations. The problem that was we, we had our own consultants and we hit a ceiling. And then we, we started to realize that, you know what, what if we began to certify and open up the content for anyone around the world to be able to use it, which was great. But then we're like, but let's do it in a 21st century way. How's Peloton or Netflix or how do we think of it differently? So we started to price it differently. And so instead of like big $5,000 or $10,000 certification, let's certify them on everything we do and let's make it so inexpensive. It's like to a, to a professional, $250 a month is not very much money. And so we've basically done that. It's, it's, I think it's $240 even uh, dollars a month. And what they do is they get certified on Giant. And so what that looks like then is you get to become, uh, you know, we, you add us, we become a partner with you. So no matter what you're doing, if you are, if you're a coach or a consultant, then uh, you would add giant into your world. Uh, if you're, if you're inside uh, an organization, you may want to get certified and we call those people catalysts. And then they can learn how to get certified and run it inside the organization. Uh, and most catalysts work with an outside consultant. So we basically start every month, we start a new cohort of coaches and consultants, and they kind of create a little community and they all climb the mountain together. They go through base camp and they go through this intense personal journey, like we were just starting there, about growing themselves and knowing themselves and learning their voice and taking it to their family and doing it with their kids. And then they start taking it to their clients. And so they get certified, uh, they join into a community. Uh, so we use Slack, we use events, and they learn best practices from other people. We call them a guide if you're a coach, consultant, facilitator, and you can do training, you can use coaching, you can do consulting, but you do, you learn best practices. It's a catalyst if you're an internal champion and you learn how to do that there. So, so Jeremy, if I can just interrupt to give clarity what I'm hearing, because I, I think this is important. You basically have a program that if you work within a large organization and you want to become a catalyst within that organization and bring the content to your organization, you have a program to train people and bring it into your own organization. You also have a program that if you're not, if you're a consultant, coach, uh, trainer, trainer, leader, where if you want access to this content to then go to other companies and resell, you have the rights to do that. That's and right. In either case, there's no big upfront fee, which is what most people do. And I'm not trying to make this an infomercial. You're, you're doing it on, a, on a, uh, a subscription basis to make it very affordable. That's uh, right. Because I sit here and think, wow, if I work for a very large company, this sounds incredibly like inexpensive. Yeah, and, and it is. And then inside it, uh, then we have technology, we have programs where you bring the giant platform inside the organization. And then you might, you might, uh, you might want to do Sherpa training, or you might want to do other things. And so then you add that into your repertoire. 
So that's what we that's what we do. So we we just invite people. We've got all types of examples of and and, and you're and such. You're, and so we've got about five hundred and fifty uh, current. Yep. So the website is giantworldwide.com. That's it. Giantworldwide.com. One of the nice things is there's like a overview video that you can watch when you get there. That's right. Um, do you have? I know you have an offer, so maybe. Yeah. So the offer then is if you want to actually go and take the five voices assessment and figure out your own personality, then you can take that for free. Uh, it's really, really fun. It's really good. You just go to giant.tv slash JK. That stands for Jeremy Kubitschek. That gets you in for free. So giant.tv slash JK. And what that does then, they'll give you an opportunity to uh, take the five voices test. And when you take the five voices test, you'll get insights and you'll get videos. Once you figure out what you're, you are, that will go into how do I unlock my full potential? What happens to be un under stress? Um, how will extreme stress take me out? What do I, what lies do I believe about myself? How do I recharge? Really, really potent and really fun. And you get to know yourself and go in deeper. And everyone likes to take an assessment. This is just uniquely different. It, it ties into communication and relationships uh, in, a, in a different way. And so uh, that's my offer for anyone who wants to do it free, giant.tv slash JK and take the five voices test. Well, it, uh, it's a great offer. Uh, I love personally going in and taking these kinds of assessments. You always learn about yourself. Great way to go. Uh, really appreciate your contribution here. Uh, as you know, and everyone knows, uh, if you had one tip to share with the audience, what would that one tip be? Yeah, uh, get to the place where you can learn how to call yourself up, not call yourself out. Most adults uh, are still dominating themselves. They have not learned how to support themselves very well, so they don't give themselves grace. So if you admit that you talk to yourself and at times in your car, most people will say, God, you idiot, why do you do that? Don't stop, you know, all those things. And in this case, I just go, no, call yourself up. Give yourself some grace, learn how to liberate yourself, bring support to yourself and keep the challenge. But when you call yourself up, uh, you begin to really, uh, life is more fun. That's my tip. I, I, it, it's, a, it's a great tip. Uh, I think one of the greatest difficulties people have is self-talk, negative self-talk. And, you know, people not believing they can, uh, people being afraid of being being caught as an imposter, which is just a natural fear people have, not not truth. So I, I, I like that, you know, call yourself up. That's that's great. Very good tip. Uh, Jeremy, you've been a great guest. I want to, as always, thank the listeners. The show would not be a show without you. And obviously thank the people watching on C-Suite TV and um, thank my friends at the C-Suite uh, and C-Suite Radio also. Uh, everyone have a great day. And again, Jeremy, thank you very much. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's tortal.net, T-O-R. T-A-L, tortal.net.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.